Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Clean slay! <laughs> That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Clean slay. Isn't that what Rudolph sounds like in Rudolph? Yeah, he's he's got that sort of high-pitched, like, I don't know, guys. And his father, too. It's like the most unsure and erotic group of animals. Well, 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 well son, you got to go here and do this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's only the female characters in that short speak with any definitive uh, words and sentences. I'm even doing it now, yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. As you may have guessed, it is that time of year. We are here. It's not yet that time of year. I mean, I was just scooping out pumpkins 10 minutes ago, but it's this episode is airing in that time of year. Which means it is time for our clean sleigh episode, which means it is time, Hal, for us to bring back our favorite holiday guest, Miss Paget Brewster. What's up, Paget? Yes, it's me. It is you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fellas, you look so good. You look so good. So it's great you. to see you. You too. We've got a thrilling show coming up soon. We're yeah. going to see each other yeah. in person. But for right now, we're going to cover some holiday topics. I was going to say, I can't see you in the context of recording these. Ep- First of all, it's always great to see you. But when I see you in the context of this, I always just immediately think of fruitcake because you are the only person I know who loves fruitcake. And I mm-hmm. do. We sent you a fruitcake one year and you were very I excited love- about oh, it. And it was delicious. Yeah. I like a fruitcake. It's, it's, it's got to so be the dense. right fruitcake. It's sure. got to be. The- you guys sent the fruitcake that had the candied... Um, you know, it's like a candied jelly, but it yeah. has to be like a hard jelly in that mm. dense, sweet, mushy, but dense. Oh, it was a beautiful. Where'd you get that? I don't, I remember. don't remember. Bastards. I'll look it up. Yeah. I'll look it up. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. The North Pole, Paget. We got it. <laughs> the North Pole. It was from Santa himself. Yeah. <laughs> we faked your handwriting, wrote a note to Santa. Gave our addresses as yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're very delighted to have you. Thanks for being here. Should we jump right into some of these holiday topics? I think so. These are all from you. We ask you every year to give us your topics around the holidays and you never let us down. So uh, we're going to start off with Jeffy Baby, our pal Jeffy Baby. Yeah, Jeffy Baby. (laughs) Who who I I think his real name is Jeff Babby, but the name is spelled B-A-B-E-Y, so he's Jeffy Baby. Jeffy Baby. Yeah. Jeff asks, the best thing to get for Christmas as suggested by a Christmas song. For example, my two front teeth, a hippopotamus, 12 drummers drumming, all I want for Christmas. Whiskers. Whiskers. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? All of the hypothetical gifts that are thrown out in different songs, like holiday songs. Yeah. Is there any that come to mind? Like gold rings, right? I mean, five gold rings rings is pretty great. I think like financially five gold rings is pretty great. What are some of the, let's think about what some of the big ones are. Well, there's that, there's the Mariah Carey song. All I want for Christmas is you. So you, You, if it's someone you love. All right. You is on the list. All of the 12 days. All of partridge in a pear tree is you really need to have real estate. Yeah. Well, you need all of those in the 12 days of Christmas. You need (laughs) a town. 
because uh, how many lords are dancing? Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords a leaping, nine oh. ladies dancing, ah. eight maids a milking. So you've already oh, got that's a village. That's like three football teams. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. lot of eight people. maids a milking, and you have to assume that's eight cows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's too much. It's the too much. I live in an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in an yeah. apartment. Yeah. It's not good. And fruit trees, by the way, even a partridge in a pear tree, those fruit trees attract rats. So if you mm-hmm. put them, yes. I've yes. learned and in raccoons my home, and possum. Yeah. By the way, this place where we have lived for almost two years, daily, I hear what is a raccoon or something skittering across the roof, like over to the next like townhouse. Like you're just sitting here and you hear like, <laughs> and there are rats. There are rats all over the place. We haven't, we've only had, we had one come in on two separate occasions. Did he forget something? Yeah. The second time he had left his keys, but. <laughs> and I, you're sure it was the same rat. It's the same rat. I, I know. Uh, Wearing the same suit. That's how I could go. Oh, sure. <laughs> I can only afford one suit. But yeah, those oh, fruit poor trees guy. will attract rodents because there's yeah, sounds like them. They're hungry. somebody needs to get a cat. I do. I do. There you go. Get you yeah. a cat. You need a Rat ratter. Show up. Yeah. I a need ratter. a ratter. But What's don't a they bring it to you? A ratter is a cat that specializes in, they were on uh, pirate ships. Large sailing ships always had a ratter. And the yeah. ratter was a cat that caught rats and mice and it actually historically it got its own sea permit like to be on the seas amazing you can see photos of cats wow. and they have their permit to be on a boat to catch rats i love this and they're holding like a, a rat little up. tiny pilot's license yeah that's it's- what i want for christmas i want a ratter <laughs> but they bring you the rats don't they i don't they're think like, that's hey, in a song though it's not in a song you know what else is, uh, what is in a song and also goes along the same lines though is those 12 days of Christmas. Hal, you mentioned it is a hippopotamus. What's that for? Yeah. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. For Christmas. What the hell is this? Yeah. A crazy, it was a novelty, uh, like sixties novelty Christmas song. Well, you don't want a hippopotamus. They're like the most dangerous freshwater animal. Yeah. 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 And, and they're like, their skin oozes that red secretion, so it looks like they're always covered in blood. They're terrifying. What? I didn't know about that. What is oh, it yeah. secreting? It's like a, it's a thing to keep their skin wet when they're sticking out above the water in the sun. Oh my god, I need that after my my surprise <laughs> hyaluronic acid facial peel I got at a spa in Desert Hot Springs. I need to secrete something like a hippo. <laughs> I saw a video of a hippo eating a pumpkin. And those ionic columns they have for teeth like mm. bend into the mouth when they eat it. And I was like, is that, are the teeth getting knocked in? Cause I have, so, I have like a, an irrational fear that my teeth are going to be like folded in. Same mm-hmm. with like fingernails, fingers being bent, all that stuff. Ooh. A- and I was like, Oh, the mouth, those big pegs just fold down. They for when fold? they're consuming human yeah. meat. Yeah. They're like, they're up there. You're like, Oh, well, they're going to need this to pulverize a pumpkin. But no, those things are like folding back. Like reclining those, you just those said bottom teeth. They fold back when the hippo is eating human meat. Yeah, I assume they do that to make room for human meat. Like if a human <laughs> swims in, they're like, "Oh, we got to figure out how to fold these teeth." Larry, did you figure out how to fold the teeth down yet so we can eat people? <laughs> um, yep. While we're on the topic of teeth, I'll point out another gift in a Christmas song. It's less a gift given from someone to another, and it's one that is requested of Santa. Huh? As an adult, I think it begs a lot of questions if I'm asking Santa for my two front teeth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I assume that's a kid that's singing that. Yeah. That, you know, famously. Famously. If I could only whistle. That. Yeah. 
Or what about what about there's people who go to Smile Direct Club. What is that? <laughs> it's a it's a place that puts in veneers, puts in oh, like uh, cosmetic dentistry. Cosmetic dentistry, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't need Santa. You need like licensed yeah, professionals. Santa is a, is a toy maker. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to go to Mattel for dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got Alvin and the pages? Chipmunks had two pretty good ones in there. Some classics. Oh, oh. want a train that loops the loop? Me, I want a hula hoop. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh. A hula hoop versus. Five golden rings. Yeah. Five golden rings is tough to beat at this point. Because we all have enough room in our homes and apartments yeah. for five golden rings. But it's, they're yeah. not necessarily gold. They're golden. Uh, right. Oh, so they can be gold plated. Gold plated. Still Take a nice gold. thought. Mm. Five? Yeah. You could sell. Here's the thing. You could sell the other. So when I had my bar mitzvah, a young 13-year-old Hal, mm-hmm. my parents got me a gold braided necklace. A gold oh. braided, like it's gold, but it's like a braid, you know, it's like a braid, a bracelet, and then a ring, a gold ring that in block letters says Hal. It doesn't even fit on my pinky now. I have it. It's in the other room. But oh. I'm sitting here like going like, all right, it's been 33 years since I was made mm-hmm. a bar mitzvah at Temple Zion in Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Yeah. That place is now a Korean church. Okay. Am I Okay. My mother is gone. She's been gone for 15 years and my dad probably won't know. Am I okay to melt down to like, yes. turn, like turn those in for part? Cause I have no use yeah. for them. So yes, that, that yes. ring now for says them. Hal in Korean, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It says Busan instead. It was replaced <laughs> in the night. It happened. I want to know Uncle. if you also got a mohawk yeah. for this and pitied the fools at your bar mitzvah because <laughs> yeah. you were wearing that much gold jewelry yeah. in the late 1980s. It was Mr. T. Oh, late 19. Please. It was 1990, Mark. Oh, okay. We were out Fair. of the 80s. Basically. Fair. All right. All right. You can, I believe, absolutely melt it down. Melt, okay. melt it down. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Right. In which okay. case, we could just say you could melt down five golden rings as well. Exactly. And make a lovely fake Cartier bracelet. Now, mm-hmm. is five golden rings more valuable than Mariah Carey's you? I mean, you is a tough person. The holidays, it's all about kindness and the people in your life that are important if the gift is you mm. that's tough five golden rings you elvis had a similar version with elvis wants santa to bring his baby back to him oh mm-hmm. yeah when the gift is a person my grown-up that's christmas good. list there's that song too the amy grant song no more lives torn apart wars would never start oh i'd uh, rather have the rings my yeah. God. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, be, no, I, like, I want all that stuff. I want all that stuff. But let's be like, in theory. Can, yeah, in theory. Like, I want that stuff to happen. But when you're looking for gifts, like, I could say world peace. That, uh, that's nobody's bringing that to me. Right. I say five golden rings. I got a shot. Somebody's sure. going to go to Zales and stop by on their way to a party or something and bring them to me. What if they stop at Williams Sonoma and get bright copper kettles? And then on their way out, stop at, uh, I don't know, L.L. Bean and get warm woolen mittens. Those are just Both favorite nice things, presents. though. Those aren't asking for I gifts, guess right? True. She's just I'm going like, he, and here's other stuff. I, like, it's, it's almost like hinting when you're, yeah. if it was like, if I was like, Paget, you know, I really, I really just wanted this really cool shower curtain, but I don't have it. So <laughs> one of my favorite things, <laughs> wink, wink. So <laughs> I wish you could all have seen Hal's yeah. face when he made that. That was <laughs> imploring. 
Yeah. And adorable. For audio. He's going to get that shower curtain. <laughs> so what do we think is the winner? Is it the five gold rings? I'm going to go with you. If yeah. it is my you, the you I pick, not mm-hmm. golden rings that may be, you know, from Shein or H&M. They're not gold. They're golden. I'm going to go with right. you being essentially Elvis, my baby. Mm-hmm. All yeah. I want for Christmas is the you that is the most important to me. I like that. I'm on board. All right. That's answered. Mariah. All right. I have the next one, and this comes from Cindy Whitmore. Mm. As far as Christmas dinner is concerned, what is your protein of choice? We have four choices as provided by Cindy. Mm. Ham, roast beef, turkey, or lamb? Oh, my. Yeah. My, 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 my. I feel Uh, like turkey gets Thanksgiving. Turkey gets Thanksgiving, but if we don't have goose as an option, which I've never made, let's face it. Has anyone had a Christmas goose? I, I want to say goose. Oh, you have? I have had a Christmas goose before. And? So here's the deal with the Christmas goose. My mother one year, because we're big Christmas Carol fans, and they mm-hmm. have the goose. The Cratchit family has the goose for yeah. Christmas. And my mom was like, I'm going to make a Christmas goose this year. And it was Terrible. Oh, Terrible. Uh, it is why? still remembered in my family as the Christmas when we had goose. And like it was we're like, oh, you remember the goose Christmas? Oh yeah, I remember the goose Christmas. And I think it was it was making the realization that that was what the Cratchits got on Bob Cratchit's salary was a goose. And then at the end, oh. Scrooge comes by with a turkey. Oh, Scrooge brings uh the turkey from the window, the one the as big, big as me. Turkey. Oh. Yeah. The reason the goose was on their Christmas table was because it was the most inexpensive choice. It was mm. it's gamey and gray and greasy and yeah. it probably uh, back then not a coddled goose, no. but a wild goose, like a Canadian goose. Yeah. That someone Ooh. bludgeoned. <laughs> Or blunderbust? I'm not sure. Yeah. So goose. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is so informative. Yeah. My mom makes beef Wellington oh, for Christmas. No. So I, I, but, but I feel like I'm going to have to go with out of those choices. I, I don't know. A Christmas ham sounds so homey. I do yeah. love a Christmas ham. I, we do beef every year as well in my family we do. now. We do. We do a uh, beef tenderloin every year for Christmas. It's like the one time of year that my mom makes. She's like, I learned from the goose. Now I'm going to make a beef <laughs> tenderloin every year. And it's, it's, it's one of my favorite pieces of meat. Like annually, I look forward to this piece of meat on the plate. But this is, a, a, we're trying to find an objective answer. And that's a very much subjective uh, choice. Well, we're, 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 we're making our choices. How, where would you well, steer towards? I- no pun intended. I'm torn three ways. I don't, I'm not a huge lamb fan. It has to be like mm. once in a while for yeah. lamb. Mm-hmm. I, I did once go to a friend's, we went to like a friend's potluck holiday dinner and they had made an entire prime rib. So you would literally slice oh. off. Mm. You would make your own like slices of prime rib. That oh. was incredible. Going to, uh, visiting Jennifer's family in the South, it's always ham. Yeah. Oh. I love ham. I love ham so much. It's great. I've told you both about the two turkeys of 2020, right? What? No. I I ordered a turkey from I don't Butterball, one of those companies. I ordered a turkey for Thanksgiving because that because then you didn't know what you were going to be able to get 
like supply chains were all weird. Oh, right. Yeah. The Panda. Instead of the pandemic. Yeah. But, uh, I got one and I, I asked for it to be delivered, like bring it to my door. Like I need to know it's arrived because if it's just sitting down in the mail area, I might not get oh, to it right away. Yeah. Uh, mm. It's uh, so, salmonella. They delivered it the wrong day. They didn't tell me oh. what day it was coming. That's what it was. But it was fine when it got there. And then another one I had canceled, but they sent it anyway. So I got refunded for that. And I wound up with two turkeys for the two turkey 2020. So yeah. one of them was in the freezer, made one oh. for Thanksgiving, pulled oh. out the second one, had it for Christmas. And that was, oh. the, that was a good time. I love, I, I want to go back to, I do. Yeah. Turkey's tough too. Cause I mean, that is a great Christmas dinner right there. I think a ham has a couple of benefits for me as a Christmas dinner. One is the smell of a ham cooking. Mm. is out of all of these i think that is the most inviting of mm. all of these that if you get the glaze you know it's that sort of mm-hmm. sweet smoky fills the house with that scent how do you do your ham if you do it at the holidays pageant um uh well you know what um i don't make a ham no do you holidays. go to honey baked and get a no i have done that in the past so i'm not roasting it but mm-hmm. yeah i've never made a ham in the oven and i will also say that what i do 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 mm. is Easter ham. Mm, so yeah. I saved turkey for Thanksgiving, ham for Easter was like a steamed cabbage and you know boiled mm. potatoes. I like a ham for Easter, even though yeah. I'm not. I don't observe. I observe all religions in a culinary sense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love, but that. not religiously. So sure. I, I, so I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna backtrack. And I'm going to mm. say to there was what was the beef option like we're on a plane. just it roast beef roast beef kind. I think I'm going to have to pick roast beef because mom's beef Wellington mm-hmm. would be a roast beef in a pastry with mushroom a mushroom duxel. Ooh, I do mm. love that. Does she do I the think small it's just ones? Cream of mushroom soup from Campbell's with oh. some mushrooms. She's not doing like the mince and then roll it in and do it. No, she's not ridiculous. She wants to spend time with her family. It's the (laughs) semi-homemade that we all do. We're from Massachusetts. I did. Did you ever watch that show, Semi-Homemade, on the Food Network? I have seen some of her videos. (laughs) Love her. Classic. (laughs) Yes. She's she's in always with a glass of wine while cooking. The best. Yes. Love it. Look, I like I said, my subjective answer is roast beef. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think turkeys, Thanksgiving, and lamb. I've never had lamb on Christmas. For Christmas? I, no. Yeah, it sounds fun. I Anytime I cook lamb, it's always I always do meatballs because I'm not sure huh? how to do lamb well. So I just get ground lamb and spice it, you know, get my Mediterranean spices and do it that way. Boy, you can cook, though, Gags. My God, can you, you cook? You can cook, too, my friend. And That's thank you. That's sweet. I do roast lamb, but not for a holiday. I, to me, it, I don't see what holiday that would be on. So of the four options, where do you yeah. gentlemen stand? Uh, like I said, I'm fully happy with roast beef, but how? Yeah. How? I feel like I've had turkey and enjoyed it. I've had ham many years and enjoyed mm. it. But mm-hmm. the one thing I think about, and I think about it year round, is the time that I had prime rib ah, Christmas. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm happy to go with beef. I think that's a, a wonderful protein. And you can serve yeah. it in so many different ways. You can yes. get like, different cuts. For days, it is. It's all, too. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. A communal piece of beef, and you're all tearing hunks off of it and eating it. Oh. Like we did in the cave people days. Exactly. Yes. So do you sit at Jennifer's mom's table on Christmas eating that ham going, man, I got to tell you guys about this one Christmas I had. <laughs> yeah, that's all I do. 
I talk about other. That's the best way to ingratiate yourself to a southern mother is going. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this other place I went had the best dinner. <laughs> I would not believe they were so good as cooks. Anyway, thanks for this. Yeah, this is this is fine. No. Uh All right. You guys talk about the goose. You got you. Me. Your family talks yeah. about the bad. We goose. We still talk about the bad goose. goose. Oh my <laughs> it's God. worth oh. it. The memory. The memory alone. <laughs> uh, all right. I all got right the what's next, next Al? This is another. We're sticking with food. Let's go to the side dishes. Fantastic. Haley Cruz asks oh. for stuffing slash dressing, mm-hmm. sweet or savory. So the sweet would be you put the cranberries or the raisins and stuff in there. And yeah, we all had the same face for that, right? Which yeah. is how dare you? Yeah. yeah. Could you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I Did could. you <laughs> the visible disgust? Yeah. <laughs> On a sweet a goose. Dressing? <laughs> this feels like one of those questions that's like, I make this thing that nobody else does, and people give me grief for it. You guys are cool with this, right? Right. Sorry. <laughs> hey, no. If you, go to, if you go to someone's house and use their bathroom, you're not supposed to flush, right? I'm just checking. <laughs> like you, I know you have two options, but is it the thing I think? <laughs> it's savory. It's savory. It's supposed savory, to be savory. Yeah. yeah. What goes in your stuffings? I have a dressing. question. Yeah. Yes. Does anybody at any point in the year make their stuffing inside a bird cavity? I do not. No. I do not. No. No. Okay, great. Always a pan on the side. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have used it. I Not really a cavity, but the way I did do it one year where I made a stuffing and I made a uh, turducken. A, oh, uh, I, oh wow. and I did it as a layer between yeah. each of the layers in a turducken. That makes sense. That makes sure. sense. That's not like a bone possible bacteria breeding ground. Right. Exactly. Toxic dump. Yeah. You're never supposed to put your stuffing in inside a bird. No. All right. I have the next one for us. This is from Greg on. What's up, Greg? Greg on. Greg on. Greg on. Yeah. Longtime contributor to the show, Greg on asks best day of the week. For Christmas to fall upon. I know. I, I know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you think? Wednesday. Wednesday, you're off all week. Guaranteed. Exactly. No one can talk thing. to you. No yeah. one can text you. <laughs> no one can ask you for a f***ing favor. Yep. And guess what? Because New Year comes exactly the same day of the week, the next week. You're not going back to oh. work until, what, the 5th? The 6th? following. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, ah, smack dab one. in the middle of the week. Has it ever happened in our lifetimes? I don't know. I mean, doesn't it happen every Wednesday. seven years? Maybe. Does everything happen every seven years? Is that true? I, I don't know. This is that true? I feel like every seven <laughs> years, like, don't they, aren't, aren't they by no. nature in a rotation? Aren't there no. leap years though where it's different? Oh, leap year. Yeah. I think February wrong. screws over the whole calendar constantly all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like in terms yeah. of what days things are. Because you think every seven days, but I don't think that that's yeah. how it is. Like my birthday guys, is guys, on a g- give Wednesday. a free T-shirt to anyone who emails you or texts you. It was a Wednesday for Christmas and a Wednesday for New Year's this year. In this yeah. year, nineteen twenty-three, nineteen seventy-four. Right. If it ever happened, I want to know. I'll tell you what. First email I see about it, we will send you a T-shirt. Heck yeah. Not me. And them. maybe some of our new merch. No, not you. Not you. You, no. yeah. you, you, <laughs> you've only made the call. Somebody else will get maybe the wrench fight t-shirt that we haven't rolled out yet. Oh Ooh. yeah. We've got our new Philly wrench fight t-shirt. That's Ooh. right. Yeah. Yeah. What? In 2020, oh, a free 2024. 
Ken's getting sure a t-shirt. Ken. No, oh, Ken figured it out. Uh, it like hasn't happened good. in the past. Oh, yeah. Never when was the last history. time it happened? Ken, you yeah. can't answer. You've already won Ken a t-shirt. Ken can't answer. You've but already he... won the t-shirt that you have emailed us multiple times about getting the design for. <laughs> <laughs> We're really on top of it, Paget. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> I love this so much. This is all staying in, right? You're not oh, yeah. None of it is leaving. No, this we don't take all of it. stay in. Everything stays in. <laughs> oh. <sighs> all right. That was easy. Asked and answered. It is Wednesday. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. What's next, Hal? All right, from Liz Johnson, what is the best non-specific holiday greeting? Some examples would be, and I don't oh. know if there's a third one. The two I have are happy holidays and season's greetings. Is there another one? Like happy cold fun times? Like there's no other, there's no third one I can think of. I mean, happy holidays rolls off the tongue pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we're going with the Arthur Lessac parts of speech and which is most physically difficult to say season's greetings is more difficult than happy holidays. What is that? What is Arthur Lessing? Oh, it's a great, yeah. it was one of these like speech books that we did in drama school where it's where we learned all about play and link versus prepare and link. Like, okay, I'll give you real quick. Oh, this is a wow. crazy sidebar. If like my name, Mark Gagliardi yeah. to play and link means I play both consonants fully. So I would say my name, Mark Gagliardi. To prepare and link means the previous consonant you only prepare, you don't complete, and then you fully say the next one. So Mark Gagliardi. The difference between Mark Gagliardi and Mark Gagliardi. Oh. Which one do you uh, say? I just say gags. That's easier. <laughs> yeah. So much easier. easier. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's, that's a little bit of a deep Man. dive nerddom. I no, that's nice. That's not, did you go to, I didn't either have, I mean, I no. went to acting classes in San Francisco. Yeah. In the tenderloin, but I didn't go to a real, I didn't go to a college, like a, yeah. a I failed out of Parsons. I didn't go to a real, you <laughs> yeah. know, I, but I took improv. Improv, I think, really yeah. taught me maybe more than scene study and drama scenes. And yeah. improv sure. was kind of about just, just don't try to be funny. Just try to connect with someone and give them everything they need. That to me was sort of the best acting classes I took, I thought. Oh, amen. 100%. Yeah, I took a couple acting class. I did improv in college for sure. I took some acting classes. I was a theater minor, but I was a market. I have a marketing degree. So like, you know, (sighs) he's learning Arthur Lessig's parts of speech or whatever. And I'm then like my professor's like, all right, you're running a fake sneaker company. Don't go bankrupt. (laughs) Invariably, invariably with like Q3, we were like, there's a labor strike and everything's <laughs> shutting down. And oh my god, that's <laughs> incredible! For some reason, by Peru, like I don't know what's going on. Wow! And all I have to offer is, and this is not meant to be racy in any way. I excelled my first year at Parsons School of Design in nude life studies, so I could draw either oh. of you nude fabulously. That was my ace subject. Would you but, need us? Would you would you need us modeling and posing for this, or just yes? Imagination? I can't make it up in my mind what you look like naked. I probably should have by now. We've been friends for twenty years. Really? <laughs> I should have pictured you naked by now. Oh That's my god! <laughs> I had a presentation. I think it was for the sneaker what? thing. What? And we we had like our group. It was like a group of four of us. Like we were terrible. Like we failed on every level. But I thought in our presentation, if I juggled at the top, <laughs> that would be enough pizzazz. That would be enough pizzazz. And he'd be like, well, oh. Mr. Loveland, 
Your team has displayed absolutely no business acumen, but I'll be damned if I haven't, if I, if I wasn't amused and tickled by your juggling A+. Plus. You know what, though? How you have still not lost as much money in sneakers as Kanye West. That's true. That's true. Think of it that way. All three of us combined have, have not, not lost. lost as much money in sneakers yeah. as Kanye West. Oh. Where's oh, that dear. time machine? I'm going back. What was this, what was this topic again? Best non-specific holiday greeting. It sounds like it's happy holidays. I feel like it's happy holidays. Oh, that take it? It is. It's happy holidays. You holiday, can say that yeah. all year long. Yeah. Is, there are plenty of holidays I don't know about. It's just easiest to end on a Friday by mm-hmm. any email you send. Just say happy holidays. And if they don't know yeah. what you're talking about, then they have to look it up. For my friends from other cultures, I don't know what the proper greeting for assorted festivals and holidays around the world are. So I just say happy holidays when I know it is no ruse or Eid or whatever, you know, various mm-hmm. cultures. I just say happy holidays. Yes. Uh, so I don't get anything wrong. Yeah. All right. Our next topic from Michaela Berglund. Interesting. What are the- you reading? Yeah. What do you guys think of the... Pickle on a Christmas tree tradition, where the first what? family member to find the pickle gets to open the first present. Yes what? or no? Now, is this, Ken, I want some clarification on this. I've never done this. Is this a real pickle I've or is this like an ornament it. that looks like a pickle that's hidden in the tree? My understanding is that it originated with a real pickle, but now they actually mm-hmm. sell. Hallmark usually has like a pickle ornament you can buy to hide somewhere on the tree. So it's moved to a fake one. But Hallmark uh, yes. made this up. Yeah. Hallmark made yeah. this up. No, this is bored like, families at the holidays hiding pickles in trees originally and decided to be <laughs> capitalized by Hallmark on. Rip. So what it was a real. Where does it come from? What is the, what is the origin well, I mean, of the. There's a lot pickle. of pickle stuff in a lot of families traditionally. So I'm assuming that you've been bored at the holidays. <laughs> you know how it is with a family who doesn't want to talk. Hide a pickle Hot, in the tree. Let's, hide the pickle. Fun. Hide the yeah. pickle. Someone. Made that a cultural. Listen, you know now as much as I do about the long tradition. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm gonna mute my of hiding a pickle in a tree. <laughs> Wait, is the question is is this normal? Is this the same? The as question the just other? says pickle on the Christmas tree tradition or no? Would you do? Would you do this no. tradition? I guess would I don't be know now it. the. Well, you know now I would. Now, now you know I about would. it. If you know you could hide a pickle somewhere in your Christmas tree, yeah, or someone could, so no one knows. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if, if it's like a king's cake. Yeah. I do like that. I do like you a find the pickle like in the king's, king's cake. cake. You find and the you pickle have to in the tree the and you get year. to open the, the first present. It's not, you don't eat the Christmas <laughs> I, I tree do. and then if you get the bite that has the pickle in it, you get to open it again. It's <laughs> the not enti- like a king's The cake. entire family tearing the tree apart, trying to find the pickle first. <laughs> I, I want it to be a real pickle though. I like the idea yeah. of just sort of fashioning a fish hook yeah. on an S hook and hanging a real, preferably dill. Pickles I mean, somewhere in an actual on the tree. tree. So, yeah, so hanging food on the tree is not a new thing. No, I'm no. not, and I'm. I, it just sounds funny. If I <laughs> can't find a pickle, a real pickle hiding in a tree, you need to go to an ENT like immediately. There's but or that's the sinuses. thing. Does it is it, it going to make your Christmas tree smell like? I love the pine tree smell. 
If I come mm-hmm. home and I smell a dill pickle, I'm like, will somebody please find that? I thing? don't think they're hiding like a big Seven Eleven. We think we're talking a gherkin tree somewhere. I would assume it's a smaller pickle, or else a it's not going to be much of a hunt. Pickle. A you know what though? Yeah. I'll tell you this: as a childless lady who is mm-hmm. so happy about that decision every damn child-free day, it could be a way to get all the kids to climb up in the tree and leave you alone for twenty-five, thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly if you don't actually hide the pickle. There is no pickle. <laughs> there's, you tell them there's a pickle hidden in the tree. I see. These, I wonder if these families also think that the Vlasic Stork, like the kids think the Vlasic Stork is bringing <laughs> their the presents. Baby. Yeah. Hey, I got your present here. Let me put them under the tree. These are the craziest <laughs> presents I ever hide. Did you, did you leave some herring story. for me in a bucket? <laughs> I want, I do want to throw out one devil's advocate moment or a, a, one, one devil's advocate thought for the pickle. It is something that none of us have ever done. It sounds ridiculous. Sure. But I am thoroughly in favor of if your family has a holiday tradition, yes. I'm a fan of the more holiday traditions, the better. Yeah. Just layer them and layer them and layer them. I think traditions around the holidays are important. I think they bring families together. Mm-hmm. And if that is a thing you do, God bless you for it. And God bless us, everyone. Yes. So that is my yep. small soapbox to say, if you have this pickle tradition, go for it. I love it. I do have additional Great. information for you. Oh, oh boy. The Christmas mm. pickle is a German-American Christmas tradition, a decoration in the shape of a pickle is hidden on a Christmas tree with the finder receiving either reward or good fortune for the next year. There are a number of different origin stories attributed to the tradition, including one originating in Germany. This theory has since been discounted and is now thought to be a German-American tradition created in the late 19th century. In fact, the New York Times reported that out of over 2,000 Germans polled, it was determined that 91% were unaware of the legend. (laughs) Right on. Wait, so 9%. So basically, um, it sounds a like German a German American population, like a lot of things associated with Christmas in the U.S. It sounds like it was a U.S. Christmas tradition. Well, I do like it, though. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Sure. And bring now, on the traditions. You guys can throw it to break. All right. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to continue to clean the sleigh with our dear friend Paget Brewster, and Hal is going to go feverishly look for a pickle in any tree. I'm going to find it. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. <laughs> oh, darling, why won't you accept my love? My dear, even though you are a duke, I could never love you. You, you borrowed a book from me and never returned it. <gasps> Save yourself from this terrible fate by listening to Reading Glasses. We'll help you get those borrowed books back and solve all your other reader problems. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. I'm Emily Heller. And I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. We've been doing our podcast for over 10 years. When we started, it was about trying to learn something new every episode. Now it's about us trying to actively get stupider. And it's working. <laughs> Hang out with us and you'll hear us chat about... Gardening. Horses. Various problems with our butts. And all the weird stuff that makes us horny. That's so weird, all that stuff. <laughs> Baby Geniuses, a show for adult idiots. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses, we know everything. Baby Geniuses, tell us something we don't know. All right, we're back. Hal, what have you got for us? 
I don't know. I'm still waiting for it to come in. It hasn't been shared. We all got pickle fever. We did. <laughs> we started pickle fever. <laughs> got pickle lost in the fever. pickle sauce. Yeah. Pickle fever. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is from Jordana Kane. Best up, Christmas Eve dinner. So I assume the roast is for Christmas Day, correct? Oh, Christmas Eve dinner. So it's the night before. Uh huh. What are you having for Christmas Eve dinner? Is there like pizza? Yeah, pizza. You know, for my family, I leave this one to you guys and I will chime in. However, for my family, Christmas Eve is the big dinner. We do the big dinner on Christmas Eve and then we wake up Christmas morning and we have a big breakfast. We make the same breakfast every Christmas morning, which is where my cheese grits recipe comes from and the sausage and egg casserole and frequently Mickey waffles. And oh, yeah. You make them. You make the ears. You make the waffle, and then no, you no, add ears. No, no, we have the Mickey waffle. Oh boy! Iron. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Oh yeah, we're it. we're real Disney files in my family. That's fantastic. So we do our Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. So what? I I this one I I'm I'm in the dark about. What do you guys think? I I I in in the past we have my family has gotten Chinese takeout. Chinese takeout does feel like the other classic yeah. Christmas dinner. Like, yeah, the other way, though. And I think mm-hmm. it was from a Christmas story. The turkey flies off and they go and have Chinese. I yeah. think it. the idea was, oh, we're going to be cooking all tomorrow morning. So we don't want to have to think about it. And we want to have leftovers in case everything goes, uh, uh. you know, poorly tomorrow. So I think we always got Chinese takeout and not good Chinese. Ta- just whatever we could get our hands on. Yeah. <laughs> so that to me. Most Chinese takeout is not that good. Let's face it. But that's why it's good. Because it's not good. Yeah. Just lo mein out of a white cardboard box with chopsticks. Sweet sour pork. While you're watching whatever Christmas movie everybody's. Christmas Eve was sandwiches and snacks. It feels like, yeah, something simple. If you don't do what we did, which was the big dinner on the eve. You have the big dinner the night. Wow. That's Yeah, we do the big dinner on Christmas Eve. Do you? I think, I mean, growing up, obviously, we're Jewish, so it was like Chinese and and movies on Christmas Day, because that's when Mm -hmm. we were sort of free to do it. But I I agree. Like, if you're, I've now cooked for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, I enjoy baking the turkey and mashed potatoes and dressing. I like doing all that stuff. But I don't want to, hopefully, I've done all my prep work that night, and I want it to be easy. So Yeah, you don't want to cook the night before and then the next day. And how can cook? Like an MF2. I did not oh, yeah. uh, clarify that before. Hal taught me how to make <laughs> matzo ball soup. He did. He taught all yeah, of the members of the Maximum Fun family how to make matzo ball soup via the family cookbook. You both yeah. are great, great cooks. And it is still, I, I think, sort of uncommon for non-professional chef men to cook as well and as often as you two do. So I, I, oh. I applaud you. Well, thank well, you. Well, we applaud you back because... Still one of my fondest <laughs> culinary memories is going oh. to your house and making uh banana leaf wrapped fish. We went to, is it Bang Luck? We went to Bang Luck Market. Bang Luck Market. Oh, that was oh, so wow. much fun. Oh, Gagliardi yeah. taught my husband and I. And this was wild, like 13 years ago. This was a long time ago, so ago yeah. Wow. Taught us how to make that banana leaf wrapped steamed fish. Oh, Ooh. so good. Mm. Wow. That's but yeah. I feel like the answer for this particular question is takeout. Take out, yeah, the yeah. night before, yeah, yeah, yeah Christmas Eve. Specifically yeah. Chinese, but if you don't have a good Chinese spot, get bad Chinese food. Feel his choice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, whatever. Take like, out. if you want a pizza, Stromboli. I don't know why I keep thinking of Stromboli. I feel like nobody has a Stromboli. It's sort of the forgot. Like you just order a pizza. Is there a dish called Stromboli as well? Yeah. And what is it? Stromboli is like uh like a rolled I would calzone. It, it's like a rolled yeah calzone's like folded. But, this is like rolled. It almost looks like a loaf of bread, but it's, oh, it's filled with like it's I like see. an inverted pizza. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I've never had it. one. I've never had yeah. one. You yes, only know Stromboli, the villain from Pinocchio. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if the dish is named for him or not. Yeah. Probably not. Or was he named for the dish? I don't know. He's named for the dish because he's full of pizza guts. <laughs> I feel like Stromboli and Calzones are both just someone that worked in a pizzeria looking at the pizza and going, what if not flat? Like it's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love a Calzone. A Calzone is a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks Beautiful. like the first step of how I would eat a whole pizza. Like I'd fold it in half, yes. fold it in half <laughs> again, fold it over, and then, da, 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 crimp it, crimp exactly. it, crimp oh, it down, brush some butter yep. on it, put it back in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so good. All right, Dave Hoffman asks: Opening stockings. This is interesting. I'm not sure exactly how to take this, so you two can help figure out what that means. This is as written: Opening stockings: colon first or last? Oh, first. First, as in like first yeah. thing in the morning when you wake up. First thing after? you do. First thing yeah. in the first morning, thing yeah. you do stockings. Yeah, yeah. stockings. Run downstairs. Yeah, I'm 100 percent first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're the smaller, like fun things, candy, little gifts. So you don't want to. Otherwise, you're starting with the main course and then having the salad. Right. Yeah. It's also stockings are always, or at least in my family, it's oh, eight emery boards. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's like oh, a pen shaped like a baseball bat it's not you it's know fun little they're stuff. really fun like goofy little yeah oh yeah. chinese candy it's fun <laughs> i always get from uh from santa claus always brings me for some reason you know we all get different things from santa in our stockings but oh. santa always brings me sample size versions of assorted colognes that's all <laughs> <in my stocking. laughs> so which i always immediately put on and then during breakfast i smell like a nightclub owner it's amazing <laughs> that's a great thing to have in a travel bag though if you right? have a different yeah. sample cologne in every town i have a whole shelf of little sample colognes that like when i go on a vacation i just grab one toss it in the bag it's great <laughs> i don't know what's more adorable your sample cologne collection or the fact that you still think santa put that in your stocking <laughs> Santa put that in my stocking, and I will never hear or acknowledge anything else. Yeah, Paget, right. he has a whole fleet of chemist elves that are working. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember last year's padded, upholstered toilet seat covers. Oh yeah, one was an elf with a pointy yeah. nose. That if you didn't know that was in the bathroom <laughs> in the middle of the night, you have experienced something exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Paget, surprising. You're, you're almost there. The elf did not have the nose on it. Oh, sorry. It was the it was snowman's snowman. carrot. It was the snowman's oh. carrot nose. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. A, <laughs> a, a bathroom surprise. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm surprised you don't. I, and I'm proud of you, Gags, that you don't have them up yet. Because no, I, I know you are a Christmas lover. I and am, I, also I have all my Halloween that about stuff you. still up right yes, now. Yes, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I no longer put the toppers on the toilet. The toilet? Yeah, I no longer sure? do the... I do. I, the yeah, contraption I, that accepts urine. You no, no longer are upholstering. I'm no longer... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm no longer... <laughs> when you put it like that, That's it seems urine. like I should have done that long ago. I love it. No, I think you should stick with it. I think you should wash yeah. them. But I think you should stick with it. 
And hey, what oh. if the elf was eating a popsicle? <laughs> that might be a fun addition for it. Why not have them all have an element of danger? Smoking a Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eating corn on the cob the wrong way. Like, you could do yeah, it a yeah, million yeah. different ways. Who eats corn on the cob vertically? <laughs> exactly. An elf? They don't like know. Elves. They, see it. they don't know elves not to eat are, the cob. Elves are sneaky. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> <sighs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> Stockings go first. I have, an, I have a related stocking question. Please. Yeah. <laughs> from Greg on. He's back. Treats in the Hang stocking on. or mm-hmm. small gifts. Like a what? weather radio. Like Treats do you put like or nail something. clippers or is it like candy and stuff or is it like nail clippers or you know like little Does, things. Is nail Paul clippers the example that he gave or is nail clippers the example you are adding? I'm giving. I'm just thinking of small things that you would load in like a wrench. I don't know what you like. I, we're always Jennifer's family. I think is candy, so I've taken that in our stockings that I hang. Mm-hmm. I put candy in those. So Santa brings uh, candy I, to your place. Santa knows and brings. Candy oh, to oh your yeah, place. yeah, yeah. Santa, Santa oh, brings candy. I'll tell you, Santa did give me one year nail clippers, but the nail clippers were from clearly Santa visited some tourist spot or an airport because it was an enamel fish. Uh-huh. And they're my favorite nail clippers. So uh, candy, I don't know. I don't recall candy. Yeah, no, no. I just think the the Santa that my family is friendly with is is um. It's mostly what can you get in the the travel aisle mm. at Rite Aid, and then occasionally you collect little bits and bobs like an enameled fish. Nail clipper, right. you know, during yeah. the year that you sneak into a stocking. That's a surprise. Does the enamel fish nail clipper have, uh, if it was in fact from an airport that Santa visited, does it have the name of a city or locale no. on it? Oh, no, okay. no, it doesn't. It's just a beautiful, it's lovely and tiny. So no TSA will take it away because That's TSA good. will take away certain cuticle trimming implements. Yeah. I didn't know you could take any nail clipper with you. Any little oh, yeah. thing. Little I always fine. keep one in my in my dop kit, so I just like that. You know, there's your a dop kit. Dop. What is? What does that mean? Dop kit, like your little travel, your little toiletries bag. Yeah, but why are you what saying is, dop kit? What is dop? It's just what stand I've always. For? I don't. I think it's an old military thing. We just called is it a it? dop kit. Yeah. Dop. What military? What could that stand for? Kiss army. Know. What army are you at? What Hold are you on. Department of. Of. Let me find that. Of pooing. A peak. It originates uh, in Germany when Charles Doppet began producing a new type of toiletry bag in 1926. Dop bags became popular with members of the U.S. military. Everything came you. from Germany. The Dop Jeez. kit, the pickles. Christmas. A lot of Christmas decorations on a Christmas tree. Yeah. There you go. I do a mix, or Santa brings me a mix. So no. there's frequently one of those, like, M&M's <laughs> candy canes in there. Ah, you yes, know what I mean? Yes. Little sample colognes and an M&M candy cane. Ah. Uh. So I, I like, I like it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. A mix, a mix. A mix. That's what fun. we like when Santa gives us yeah. a mix. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. you don't just stick to one? You put everything in there. No big, right? small, high, low. Yeah. Okay. Our next topic comes from Leslie Trotman, also frequent contributor to the show. What's up, Leslie? Yes. Is it weird to ask for basic hygiene products? Like what's on your Christmas list? This is according to Leslie. It says we do. Hygiene stockings, toothpaste, toothbrushes, soap, etc. I kind of love that. Oh, that's like a, ask for it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Ask Adrisa, for it. Ask for, ask for it is interesting. Is she writing to Santa? Yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> Are you guys not? I think Santa knows what I want. Yeah, I just wish it. You just <laughs> earth a kid at us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was tentatively answering. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like Earth and Kid. It's the question is: Is it weird? To which I would say, objectively, probably, but it's not bad. The question's weird. The practice isn't. Uh, yeah. You can ask and wish for anything. I well, go back. Almost. Yeah, I go back to what I said before. Any tradition that your family has yeah. for the holidays, great. Y'all do you. It's going to just bring you closer together. Yes, and we do do a lot of that. Uh, mm. My family, there's there are a lot of well, there with travel Q-tips. You can never go wrong because you're oh. going to want them because we yeah. don't all necessarily go to hotels that have a fancy little, you know, little uh, grooming thing. kit. You want yeah. your own Q-tips, by the way. Yeah. Yes. So a uh, uh, personal hygiene, yeah. We, uh, yes, sure. Our stockings have many. Yeah. Although yeah. it raises more questions than it answers. If you, yeah. if that is what you want, then by all means, fill that like mini deodorants, toothbrushes, yeah. toothpaste. Love it. Tips. I like Do the it. idea that you don't want that for your stocking. You want it for like M&Ms. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You know what <laughs> I want? I want Hal's stocking to be all hygiene stuff. <laughs> yeah. If, if I didn't ask for it and I got it, I would feel, I would be like, Oh, I've done something. Yeah. It's like when I've done something wrong. I was I was always told if someone offers you gum, take it. It may not be for the experience that you're having. Yes, yes. I I yes. Also, if there's access to a bathroom, go try to pee at least. You never know where you might need a bathroom. Always try. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got a I have a combined topic here. Two separate topics, but they dovetail into one another. We'll start. These are suggested individually by Leslie Troutman and Dave Hoffman. Mm -hmm. Both. Oh, our last two. Both returning, both our last yeah. two stocking topics. Our returning champions. And number one is office party or office dinner. Now, I, oh. I, am I the only one who's worked in corporate America extensively? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I love about a dinner is I know oh, I'm not God. paying for it. And as we get towards the end, like there's a finite amount of time that it lasts. I, oh. I enjoy, I enjoy the company of the people I work with. I want to put that out there right now. Mm-hmm. I enjoy spending time. However, mm-hmm. there is time when I'm working there and then when I am done, that time is mine. Yeah. And so I like I enjoy and I get the idea of like a party and stuff. I think dinners are a little cleaner and they're usually by department. So like you go with your department, it's a good chance for you to to relate to one another outside of the workplace environment. Office parties, people invariably get drunk. I've seen it happen. Yeah. yeah. It's not fun lampshade on the head it's like i'm concerned are they going to be able to get home okay i see what you're saying yeah but that said the company i've worked for for 13 years has done some really fun parties one year we rented a boat like did like a hornblower cruise out of marina del rey which is really fun awesome but even that's like all right you're on a boat boat now yeah like if i want to leave no i can't leave yeah. And, I, and to me, I want it like my time is mine and I appreciate yeah. the gesture, but yeah. ultimately yeah. I want to, I'd rather have the dinner because it's a little bit more intimate and it really is an opportunity. I think those are way better from a company perspective. Those are way better 
specifically for teams to hang out and relate to each other personally. And there's always some work talk, but a lot of it is like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing for the holidays? How's everything been? Like a chance to just like humanize one another. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's essential to any working relationship anywhere. I like that. That you humanize the people you work with. I do too. And I I think the only thing I can compare it to is doing animated shows. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you go to Comic-Con to promote, there have been parties where it's everyone in the company and it's just long and you don't know everyone and you don't really talk about anything. And then other times it's been this show that we all worked on but didn't get to meet each other on. We're going to have a dinner. And then you have an hour and a half, two hours to talk to. Oh, I uh, I heard about you and your work, but you were in Chicago and I was recording from here and I didn't get to meet you. And it, it did feel more human and sort of friendly and loving over a large corporate party that sort of feels like a company just writing it off and you don't really get to talk to anybody. So I would choose dinner. Yeah, I like a dinner. I will play Krampus advocate for a quick second and throw out a couple of pluses for the party is the lack of structure in that as far as the obligation of it. Uh, mm-hmm. that a dinner comes with, because mm-hmm. if it is a dinner, you are a, it is a finite beginning and end of the thing, a party mm-hmm. you can dip in, dip out. Mm-hmm. You also at a dinner will have, it can really vary depending on your seat. If it's one big table having a dinner together and your particular piece of real estate, and maybe it's a complete stranger from the company or, yes. you know what I mean? Like, there can be, you can have a vastly different experience based on where you are sitting at a mm-hmm. holiday party dinner. I agree. That said, I think that the benefits of the dinner do tend to outweigh the benefits of the party. Yeah. And a lot I of agree. parties will have things to them. Mm-hmm. They will do like a Yankee swap or whatever, or karaoke, yes. karaoke contest. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, I don't want that. You're saying a party or a dinner? Party. Party. Oh, what is oh, no, Yankee saying you don't swap. want that. Yankee Swap is the same as uh White Elephant? Pollyanna. Pollyanna, White Elephant. What's this? Like, oh, everybody okay. brings a gift of a certain oh, amount. Or okay. like under a certain amount. Yeah. And then you or Secret Santa, they do that sometimes too. Yeah. But like that's the one where they're they're all like the first person goes up, picks a gift. Right, right. I know the next white person elephant can either take it. Yeah, it's right. the same same thing. It's just different Got it. for the same thing. I wasn't sure what everybody oh. called it. I thought Yankee Swap was, I have been to business dinners mm-hmm. for a production or a show or a theater or a group of people where yeah. people do get up and switch seats so that they are talking to that other I people. Love. That's I love why that I thought idea that's what Yankee Swap meant. I've never heard mm-hmm. that phrase before, but I have definitely seen that so that you aren't just stuck where you are and you're only talking to the person on the left or right of you. People sort of get up and I'm going to go talk to Bruce and you, you know, People move around to get to know each other a little bit better. And it feels intimate and thoughtful. Yeah. I like a dinner that does that mm-hmm. a lot because if there is, a, you know, aside from the, oh, maybe I'm with someone I don't want to be with. If there is someone I do want to be with chatting that I haven't seen in a while or, you know, a good, you know, like if the, like that, I love the idea of moving around and a party does give you the opportunity to, to move around moments and- with more people. True. Yeah. So the other half of this, if you're Mm -hmm. having an office party, this is what Dave asks, Mm -hmm. is it better to have that party at the office or off-site? Off-site. 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 Yeah, I don't want to eat where I 
crap. Well, yeah. Also, I don't no. think anyone can do office parties at the workplace anymore. That's, I feel like this I've been told. Yeah, it's a liability it? issue and they have to take it to basically if you're inappropriate with someone in the parking lot of the restaurant where you're having the party, the company itself isn't responsible for the actions of the employees oh, while they're out in public. So most having, having seen deeply inappropriate behavior at rap parties, they are sure. now no longer ever held at stage or on the lot. It has yeah. to go somewhere else. And I also like think that. for that, that piece as like is huge. Then it's the other thing of like, let's all do something fun. Rather yeah. than let's right. all yeah, I don't want to office. see the walls I see every day. Yeah, yeah we're already here. there all the time. I don't yeah, want to see like, that. Let's all go together to Top Golf or whatever, and we'll exactly. have fun there. And let's I want to go to a room. I want to go to a paintball part. I've never done paintball. I would <laughs> love. I would do to that. work. Yeah. At an office that you go to paintball, although that could be dangerous. I guess you could really shoot the crap out of your. Yeah. Out of your general manager or something, but I've never done paintball and I'd if like they made to a manager's that. team and an employee's team and paintball. Oh, managers would be paintball. slaughtered. If it hurts though, you get hurts when the paintball hits you. It I've hurts. heard that. That's why I've never done it. Yeah. Can we do laser tag? Let's go do laser tag. I love laser I don't know. tag. Not enough impact. I want some impact. You I want, want the pain. a cross between laser tag and paintball. I want a less painful paintball. You want a water balloon fight? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, but we could do tiny laser balloons. Tag. Tiny like, water balloons. Like yeah. Tiny, balloons. tiny water balloons. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we could, we could play laser tag and I'll peg you with tennis balls the whole time. <laughs> You're constantly <laughs> trying to dodge them. <laughs> that would be. That would be fun. <sighs> it would be. All right. That was like a game we play as kids. Like, let's throw tennis balls at each other. Like, that was yeah. like part of the game is I'm going to hit you with a tennis ball. It was terrible, but exciting. It still hurt less. It, a tennis ball hurts less than a, what was that thing with the bouncy red? What was that thing? Oh, dodgeball. Dodgeball yeah. hurts. Yeah. Dodge there are dodgeball leagues all over LA. They'll knock you over because they'll knock I'm you not over. Doing you get hit that in the head with that. Woof. That hurt. I didn't like dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. That sucked. <laughs> um, all right. Our next topic from JD Evans. This is a throwback. All right. Wasail. Or punch for the holiday party. Look. Wassail. I mean, I love the, I don't know, but if you're like, you can just make punch and call it wassail. Wait, I thought wassail, wassailing. I thought wassail was caroling. You're doing it for the drink. You're doing it for wassail is the drink, I think. Wait a so minute. You're- wassail is a spiced ale or mulled wine drunk yeah. during celebrations for Twelfth Night and Christmas Eve. What? Yeah. It's the drink to go wassailing is to go out and go caroling and get the punch. And they reward you. Get drunk and go caroling, yeah. You go to the house and if you carol for them, they give you a mulled wine? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. How many houses do you think it takes before they go back to the first house and have no memory that they were there? (laughs) (laughs) They were here to sing a song for you. And if you like it, or if you don't, you can give us a drink. Did you do I that? thought it was <laughs> wassailing. We will go. What? It's wassailing. Yeah, here we go. Wassailing. Wassailing. We said wassailing in Massachusetts. Wassailing. We will go. 
in my madrigal group in high school, one of the songs we sang was Wassail, Wassail, Wassail. Now bring us in Wassail. So it was like, I think it's a, one of those ones that can go either direction. Yeah, you can pronounce that however you want. Wassail. It actually, yeah, I'm looking out in the dictionary. Thank you, Oxford Dictionary. Both of those pronunciations are acceptable. Oh, what, okay. What, what was, was that guy question? from your college? Uh, wassail say? or punch for the holiday party. What was that guy's Anthony Rubino? What was his name from your college? Which guy? The guy who did the parts of speech that taught you how to say Anthony oh, Glock. Arthur Lessack. Arthur Lessack, right. Yeah. How would he say it? What would he say was correct? Yeah. I think he would say it depends on what the next word is. Uh, one oh, one of those. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, he's one of those. Uh. Was sailing. I, uh, for an office, I like the, I, I like the mystery of a wassail yeah. was sail. Yeah, I'm give us go something. Go, yeah. let's go. I can have punch any time of year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to a beach party in the summer and be like, yo, I brought wassail. <laughs> <laughs> or will you? I, you know what? Now I will. I'll wear my jester costume. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Come in with a boar's head. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, all right. Let's keep rolling. I got a couple. Combining these, these are both from Julie Otto. This first, this first one feeds directly off of what we were just talking about, which okay. is, what is the best drink to spice slash mull that includes alcoholic and non-alcoholic options? I guess apple juice, like a cider. Yeah, yeah, like I think a cider. cider. I mean, it smells. Smell. I think cider smells the best. Yeah. Everybody can have it if it doesn't have the booze already in it. Throw some brandy in it or whatever yeah. if you want to have yeah. the alcohol version. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be apple cider, I think. I have, I think they're Martinelli's. They're like, they're, they look like tea bags and they're the little mold spice bags. Yeah. So then I'll get a bottle uh-huh. of cider and I'll pour it into the pot and then I'll throw those in and let it simmer. And I don't care to drink it personally. Like it's fine. I don't, but Jennifer really enjoys it, but I like the smell. It makes it feel like the holidays. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like oh, that. I should get that just for the smell. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Good. So it, it is. It's nice when you're going to, I'm not even a huge apple cider drinker, but during the holidays, I will frequently that just, smell. I'll have a big jug of it. I'll just put some on the stove and throw a cinnamon stick in it just to, so it, you know, wafts in the, if I want some, pour some, some out cloves, a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, some like orange that. slices. Mm, yeah. I mean the, uh, sorry, orange peel. peel. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's I want good. that now. Right. <laughs> you can do it. You can have it anytime you want. You know what? You and I are going to go to that party this summer, and you bring the spiced cider. I'll bring the wassail. <laughs> and I'm going to be an amazing. And Hal will bring pickles I'll bury and hide them in the them sand. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ken, another good tip: put it in the crock pot all day. All yeah, day. Leave really it in there. The oh, I could do that. Do that with Brilliant. the instant pot. All right. Here's the other thing that Julie asks. Okay. This is for canned whipped cream. So this is like the your ready whip, oh. your spray mm-hmm. whipped cream, regular. Whip. Chocolate, peppermint, pumpkin, or something else for those canned Ugh. whipped creams, those the the spray whipped creams. You don't like a spray whipped cream? Purist, purist, just just the just the original Regular. gangster. Yeah. yeah, ready whip. Oh man, hang on. Yeah, I've had peppermint, chocolate, ready peppermint. Whip, Where is he going? What is he doing? Peppermint's what is pretty he doing? good. He's going to peppermint? bring out a whole buffet <gasps> of whipped cream. Wouldn't that be amazing? What? Little whipped cream bottles to go with his his cologne. Here's a, the yeah. thing about the have? original yeah. flavor. Canned whipped cream, which is the correct answer, is thank you. It just <gasps> ready whip. Oh, look! At, he's doing whip it. Oh. Mm. <laughs> the best part was the like the oh, smoke the good... that rose out of that. Yeah, no, because no. that's whip it. That's like a yeah. nitrous. That's a drug. Kids used to do that in high school. Oh yeah, I feel I feel weird now. 
Yeah, you should nice be. Nice and dizzy. It's like you're in the middle of a Keith Haring drawing, and there's just lines everywhere, and you're where praying, one guy's just, head is just a, a wolf shape. A gator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it a gator? <laughs> it does make more sense that it's a gator. No, it might yeah. be a wolf. Actually, now I don't know. I don't know. Keith Haring from Beyond, tell us, is it a wolf yeah. or a gator in your block oh, drawing? God. It is Halloween tomorrow. Should we hold a seance and speak to True. For Keith Haring, we'll talk to Keith Haring. Amazing. <laughs> Let's throw them all in. Warhol. Basquiat. Basquiat, yeah. Let's yeah. talk to all of them. Let's I talk to everyone from the seventies <laughs> and eighties. Hey, let's get Rembrandt too. I have some questions for Rembrandt. Then oh. All right. Michaela yeah. Berglund asks uh, another one from Michaela. Two in an episode is amazing. Mm. Matching ornaments on your Christmas tree or mismatched ornaments. Oh. What does that mean? That is aesthetically coordinated ornaments versus ornaments you made as a kid. Free for all. Mismatch. Absolutely. Everything. Every goofy little, the ugliest, the broken, great grandmas. I found it at Rite Aid. One from Thrift Town, San Francisco, 1994. Mm -hmm. I want all mismatch, like my silverware. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm 100% team mismatch. Yeah. yeah, we have stuff from Jennifer's, like when she was a baby, stuff from the 70s and the 80s, like you? crafted. It's the best. To the just like the colored sort of bulb ones to Wally and Eve and Darth Vader and, and my Philly sports ones that I've collected. Like Beautiful. we have everything out there. A gorilla coming out of a, a gift that I got. Like he's <laughs> coming out of a present because I'm obsessed with gorillas pageant. This is somewhat what? new. And, uh, yeah. Oh, this is like new because I didn't know in this. In a box. Yeah, it's a very, I have a stuffed gorilla that my parents got me like in 2000. It just sat in my bedroom. We were home one time. This is after my mother passed away. And I was like, I'm going to bring that back to Los Angeles. Yeah. It's like something that connects me to her. And then yeah. I just started watching gorilla videos. And then I bought from that line. I think I have nine or 10 of those gorillas that are oh. stocked. Around. I highly recommend all of the people of the world listen to our recent best gorilla episode. Yeah. In fact, I'll. <laughs> if someone has matching, and I don't want to judge because I want everyone to be happy. I don't care what anyone does as long as they don't hurt anyone else. Do whatever you yes. want. But to me, uh, like a coordinated matching Christmas situation just makes me think of the White House or, yeah. I don't know, it just seems corporate or so. I, I feel like families have even ornaments they hate, but they have to oh, put yeah. up. Because it's been in the family. And I like that because it's a a memory of a personal, you know, oh, my brother made that piece of candy cane in 1982. But I love it. You know, that to me is the coordinated designer. Everything is red. And then there's this silver and it's this. To me, I just I kind of don't get it. It seems designy as opposed to ancestral and family and love and. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like a Christmas tree is supposed to be, at least for me, it feels like it's supposed to be a time capsule of souvenirs from uh-huh. an entire family's existence. We have some going back to before I was born up until, <laughs> you know, last year. And I yes. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Your tree tells the story of your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I do also, though, if you have the space to put up another tree. Make it a secondary tree, you know, uh, if like you've got like cake? a little, you got a little tree, you got a little tree in your foyer or you've got, you know what, if that is the one you want to do styled, like we're just going to do all gold balls. Right. On this yeah. One, or, you know what? Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. 
But like as far as the main, your family, the real tree, yeah, the real, the real tree, yeah, the yeah. one. <laughs> Yeah. It's for you to enjoy and look at and find like different little pockets that remind yeah. you of different things. Yeah. All right. Last topic. All right. We've really, I'm really so I didn't even realize lot. that we've been going for this long. Yeah. That's, that's great. You know, kept you this, over pageant. This is what no, I love you. About. Love you back. What's I up? turn the potatoes on. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we don't want them to, we want to make sure you get to the potatoes in time. So Leslie Troutman asks, Best type of gift basket. So I assume this is like edible arrangement or things, oh. things that you can cook with mm-hmm. or like trail mix slash like a savory versus a candy versus. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's the meat like the one. Main. There's like a pepperidge farm oh, yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Bristol farms too. Like Bristol, Bristol farms. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fancy. Yeah. There's like, yeah, like meats. artisanal cheeses and meats. Yeah. Summer sausage basket. given in the winter. Yeah. What do you guys think? I like a bottle of wine, a bottle of balsamic vinegar, hmm. some weird and cheese that you can hold. It's, it's okay. I'm swearing occasionally, right? We'll bleep. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, good. Like a wax wrapped cheese that doesn't expire for four or five years. Oh, yeah. A bronze something pasta. Like I like a gift basket that is just a couple of oddball things. Yeah. And then yeah. the all of the like chocolate. And candy stuff, I just give to other people. Yeah. Right. You know, it's funny. One thing that I noticed about all of those things in your basket, which I would agree with entirely, is I think a great, the best gift basket is a culinary focused gift basket. You're right. And I also would love, I'm going to throw in one other thing, some sort of kitchen implement. You know, Usually yeah. a corkscrew, yeah. A cool corkscrew uh-huh. or a cheese knife or salad tongs. Some, yeah, something yeah. for it, something that will live in your kitchen after Forever. all the all the perishables are gone. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I think that's kind of, that's a perfect gift basket to me. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. And not too much of that squiggly plastic grass. I don't yeah. like that. No. And I know it's. I think it, sometimes people depend on that too much. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. I would prefer yeah. you just scrunch up some paper that I can use later to fill a purse or a wet pair of boots. <laughs> Give me something I can recycle. You're supposed to put paper in your boots if your boots are wet. Really? I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Like newspaper, right. packing paper. Why are you filling your purses with it? Oh, to keep the shape. You oh, know, okay. stuff it in that your purse sense. and then you zip it shut and it keeps the shape oh, of the purse. Okay. I like that. Wow. I don't have a lot of structured purses, but the structured purses I have are in great shape. <laughs> and full of paper. This one's from 1941. Well, some of them are. I buy I a lot they of are. purses on eBay. <laughs> We've seen the closet. We've seen, oh, yeah. seen them. <laughs> We've seen the closet in the you closet. Have. I yeah. know. Oh, my God. Well, that is it for this Clean Slay episode. Thank you to all of the people of the world who offered topics. You asked and we answered. Thank Those you were great. Those were all great, great topics. Fantastic. Well curated by Ken Plume. And Paget, it is such a delight to have you always. Guys, I always. love you. I can't wait to see you in person very soon. Ken, I know. outstanding job. Amen. Biggest hugs are coming your way. Yes. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, these topics are closed. We have many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us via email at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com or... You can join us in our Facebook group. Share your holiday traditions with us, which sounds like I'm about to promote an album, but I'm not. Facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to Wikenpedia for joining us several times. That's our producer, Ken Plume. Always chime in with the facts. You can support him over at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. And isn't that a nice thing to do for the holidays? Thank you also to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively and thank you the people of the world who in all sincerity have given us the opportunity to do this year after year this is always one of our favorite episodes of the year to get to do and it is because of you that we are still getting the chance to do this and sit down and laugh and have a great time and thank you for your topics and for your support for all of this time yeah you know thank you thank you thank you for Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. We got this. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.